This is a presentation of Manbreed. 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 Welcome to Manbreed Live, where we believe that to understand a man is to acknowledge all men. I'm Michael Diallo McLendon here with the brothers uh, with another interesting topic. Uh, we're going to toss it over to my good friend, first of all, Dr. Thurman Webb. How you doing, Doc? I'm good. I'm good. How you guys doing? Man, blessed. Blessed. Another interesting topic this week, but we know we got to get it right when uh, Orlando kicks it off, man. How you doing this week? <laughs> man, I am absolutely great and glad to be here for another edition of man breed live and yeah you're right this is a loaded topic on today i think many of the listeners would love to hear this one of those things that kind of breaks down a lot of the intricacies of a man in in and of himself what defines a man wow yeah yeah yeah, that's a big one it is it is it is and really as you talk about a lot of things to unpacking this we'll try to hopefully get it all in in this in this particular episode but we want to be able to share as much as we can uh to to break it down so let's get it well i mean i do want to make sure everybody knows we got a special guest today uh comedian actor renard hirsch renard how you doing what's up y'all how y'all doing (laughs) (laughs) so glad to be here with these group of brothers uh here at man breed live because as soon as i get out of here i'm gonna be trying to breed So if the ladies are listening, <laughs> uh, I'm in these streets. <laughs> yes, sir. As we said, oh, it's going to be a loaded show today. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so so we're talking about what defines a man. So uh, let's let's distinctively talk about uh, what makes a man uh, who and what he is. And I want to throw it out to uh, to Doctor Webb and to Orlando first. We're working hard on it. I mean, that's, that's that's a good question, right? Because we are currently in a in a, in a social atmosphere that constantly tries to define what a man is by what a man does, and uh, so we know that that's out of context. Um, you know, at the core, of what a man is is an X and a Y chromosome, right? And, and there's a lot that comes with that. But there are other characteristics that have traditionally been associated with a man. And some that have not, but I think need to be part of the conversation, is that men can be kind. Men can be caring. They can be considerate. Um, they, they can be passionate and, you know, good listeners. Like, all of those things should be a part of the man definition because those are all the things that I think men do, but they don't necessarily get their just due uh, when we talk about that definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm right with there with you. And the key, like when you come from any definition, is where is the source of what's defining it? You know, so what women may say what defines a man and what man have def- feel they define a man, it may be a little subjective. But overall, we do know men are male, obviously to the female, right? But there's other levels to it. And what we tend to break down, especially on man breed and man breed live is that where a lot of women seem to feel that men are all alike. There are similarities, but we are different. We have our own different uh, characteristics, albeit the temperaments go along with all the different breeds. There's still, there's breakdown of differences, but there is still all man and all male. And But what a man does for a living does not necessarily define him, but it does speak into a little bit of who he is. It, it is a certain reflection 
of him, what he's made out of, what his passions are and things like that. But it's still in a totality as well, because some men, you know, mature at different rates. Some men I mean, at different stages in their lives, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of different things that that point to what they may be defined, maybe what they are, but not necessarily their, their total definition. So I think that's what we'll unpack today. Yeah, I mean, because when you start talking about manhood, uh, Renard, we old enough now to remember like the 90s mm-hmm. as opposed to let's say 2020 mm-hmm. and it just seems like what a man was or is has changed over the years how what a, what's expected of a man mm-hmm. I mean, how would you define manhood or, or who a man or what a man is in 2020 juxtapose yeah. it back then um uh, I, I, I yeah i mean it has changed a lot you know like um you know i think it, it has been, you know, it was some maybe a little different in the '90s, and now it's. I don't know where it's going now. It's, it's, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's just, I mean, we you know, we live in a, a, a strange, kind of weird time, in, in uh you know, some of the things that we're seeing mm-hmm. and uh, that are going on. But you know, but I, I think at the end of the day, um, I think we we still strive at your core to, you know, be what we think a man is. You know, I and mean, you know with you know that that speaks to uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, that speaks to you know your word meaning something. You know, yeah. doing what you say you're gonna do. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, yeah. I think that's that's yeah. like a big like part of it. Like a good person, but, you know, for, for those men who grew up with a man in their life, especially a father, that mm-hmm. was their true example of seeing, okay, this is what a man is. And then mm-hmm. TV and all this other stuff had other projections into it. But if you had a father in your life and you saw what your father did as being the father, the male, all those things associated with it, that gave you your initial, okay, this is what a man mm-hmm. became. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, though, there are less men in the house some people like even myself i grew up where my grandfather was in the place when my father died when i was pretty young so as i entered into manhood i had to rely on a another generation forward to see what a man is and it kind of shaped me a little bit different than some other people who may have been a generation closer been having the father directly and nowadays some of these young men they don't have any fathers. They're, they're mothers mm-hmm. showing them what a man is. Mm-hmm. And that definition can be totally skewed depending on how cynical they are in that relationship they may have had with that child, father, any man. So that's what we're saying now. A lot of times the definitions can come a lot of different ways, but we hope to be able to define it today. Yeah. Let, let, let's be mindful of this also, though. Even if you uh, traditionally, if you had a father in the home to help you define what a man is, it still was limited in its explanation or its context mm-hmm. because, um, you know, a lot of fathers, especially old school, didn't have the, the tools necessary to communicate yeah. with whether that daughter or their son about the role, right? Mm-hmm. They just kind of modeled it. And then you just kind of had right. to figure out what it is they were modeling. That, that's how my father was. Right. Yeah. And so that's what allowed later on for us to start or mainstream society to start making a definition based off of what a man does Mm -hmm. and we really never got to the 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 fundamental ingredient of what a man is Mm -hmm. right and it's so important to get to what a man is is because a lot of men are feeling overlooked if they are not producing in the fashion that their partner is, is suggesting, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not making enough money, then I dismiss who you are altogether because that's how I define you. Yes. When we are much more than just what we can do, yes, yeah. right? We are. We we have an identity outside of our occupation or our our, our labor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because for instance, I grew up with a father who 
when he got up in the morning, he uh, he would go feed hogs from the country. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After he did that, he would drive a bus to school. Mm-hmm. He'd teach at school. Mm-hmm. Then he'd drive the bus back from school. Then he'd go get slop for the hogs. Then after he slopped the hogs, and my brother and I were out of school, we go put chain link fences up. Mm-hmm. After he got home after that, he'd go fall asleep. He'd wake up the next morning and do it again. Mm-hmm. I probably saw he and my mother uh, like being affectionate two or three times. Okay. Now, they would lock their door, yeah. right? And we'd be trying to pick the lock because yeah. I was going on behind the door. Yeah. But so just let's in terms of deeper them- into that. <laughs> 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 but, well, we—I got it some kind of way, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, but we didn't see it anyway, right, right, right? You know, right, right. so you know, so yeah, it was what he did, what he did. And then I have uncles who laid bricks and did all those kind of things on my father's side and on my mother's side. They were all professional, where they, you know, may have taught at a university or something like that. So they were always working. I knew the work side, mm-hmm. uh, but in terms of you know, I had a couple of uncles who were a little more playful with their wives. Yeah. Uh, most of them, like, would you talk about their work? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. laugh, maybe have a beer, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But you know, so so it was it was about for me what they did and what they modeled. Not necessarily them having conversations uh, with the with me and my cousins right. about right. you know yeah. our relationship. Everything you described though, it still came back to <clears throat> you pointed to what your father was doing. Yeah, it seemed like well, yeah. so that was kind of the definition fundamentally. You maybe got it externally also from maybe females in your family. Like, yeah, you need to go out and get, make sure you get a good job. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things was kind of pointing yeah. to, okay, whatever you're going to be doing to make money will have a certain level of definition for you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was going to say, too, what you were saying earlier. was like, and, and now, you know, you you know, with people that were watching their fathers back in the day, now you a lot of kids are kind of raising themselves. Mm-hmm. So their peers are telling them mm-hmm. what a man is and what a man's supposed to do. You yeah. know, so – and. You know how they go. Sometimes it, it can yeah. be right and sometimes it's totally yeah. wrong. And that, you know? That's one of the pressures that a lot of men in and of themselves always face in them when they see what peers are doing, the projections and things like that. And it becomes a certain point in themselves like I, in order to be measured on, on this certain level, I need to be doing this. And I know we'll get to material things here in shortly, but those things play a part in the makeup of, of what drives a man to be do those things that he may feel like you know what i got to do x y and z in order to get that kind of respect because fundamentally men are some men are still driven by that power and respect definitely definitely i I guess the other part of it you know is i'm wondering for you guys as married men uh is that different for y'all in terms of like you know how how you define yourself now or like for instance even when you got married was it like okay i need to have all these things in order before I get married or did it just happen organically and it wasn't even like a checklist. It's like I'm working on myself. I met her when I were a couple and I knew I was going to be working on my goals and she's helping me with that. You know, I, I, I'll say this. Um, when I got married, um, I really had no clue about what my man identity looked like in a, in a, in a coupleship or a situationship that we call marriage, right? And so I relied on mainstream's ideas about who I should be in that situation. And and it sounds crazy, but I then I started to realize how much uh, Beauty and the Beast and all of those fairy tales played into how I thought I was supposed to be presenting myself in a marriage, right? And that's at its simplistic core level, right? Because I didn't have any exemplars who, who had conversations with me behind the scenes about what it meant to be in a coupleship. Or, or a situationship or a relationship or a marriage, right? 
So it took me a while. Because keep in mind, when you ask a woman to marry you, she gets the ring that day and she's she's trying it out before you get married. And for most men, you don't get your ring to the day that you <laughs> are making that commitment. Mm-hmm. So your adjustment period mm-hmm. to having that on, mm-hmm. like they've been in the game technically, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be months or years before you, here you are on the day of, and so there's an adjustment period. I know mm-hmm. it was for me. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I got this thing on my hand. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And so it, it felt heavy. It felt heavy at first. And that's and I, and I, I loved her. So I can imagine if I, you know, felt like I picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to to relearn who I was in that situation, which means the situation was new, and so was I. Mm-hmm. And that was that was that's a long lesson. It's, it's you know, it's not about finishing the book of a relationship. It's about falling in love with the reading mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship, right? Because the book will never be finished. Yeah. And so um, that's that's what I'm learning, you know, at this late stage. But you know, obviously, I feel like I'm learning in the right time. But these are the conversations I need to pass on to my boys. So that when they get there, they're a little bit better prepared. I don't know how you how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, like you, was in a relationship, and you know was learning on the job basically. Mm-hmm. But my situation changed where that once at the time she was my girlfriend, got pregnant, unexpectedly, and at that point, coming from the cough that I was cut from, it's like at that point now, okay, it's family time. Yeah. At that point, then family becomes the the focal point. Right. Not that you're going to have kids all over the place and everything mm-hmm. like that. So at that point, coming from that time, becoming more spiritually awakening, things like that, you got to get your family unit together. So therefore, then it's like, okay, the next thing you got a child from this child with this woman, are you going to marry her? And that became more of, okay, yeah, I guess this is what everybody else has to do, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that became, okay, now I got to focus in on this. And then I know I got to make sure that you got a place to live, all these things. And what happens with that? You got to work, you got to do whatever, you know what I mean? You got to set some other things aside because now you got this, this little child and this woman to provide for all the things fundamentally that you grew up, especially in a black household. Mm-hmm. This is what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know? So that started to have... A great shaping on me but at the same time i'm still learning on the job yeah. you know what i mean right, yeah. I'm, now i'm learning from all the respect i mean all the experience i've seen other people on how to raise a child and be a husband and all that other stuff all at the same time at a very young age which would be very young now i mean i got married when i was 25 years old you know what i mean yeah. so now i wouldn't recommend any young man at 25 to get married mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's you nowhere near ready mm-hmm. So that's how things have shifted now, but that was kind of the thing that, from my generation, you're going to sit in that family unit, that's what you have to do, you know. And especially me, I wanted to make sure that my daughter, when I knew, hey, man, this is, I brought her in this world, I need to be in her life, because I definitely did not want her to be around a stepfather, because mm-hmm. I had stepfathers in my family, around, growing up, cousins and everything, and I just did not want my daughter to have a stepfather in her life. Yeah, that's strong. I mean, yeah. think I, I, I'm curious, like for y'all, as single men. Yeah. You know, right now, Mike, like, what is what? How is manhood defined now? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. traditionally, in in the marriage that we're in, we have some bumpers that still kind of guiding what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Even though now, I think Orlando and I would, would say mm-hmm. that we're defining that for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. As we strengthen our own identity and, and come to know our self-efficacy, whatever it is. 
but that's different for y'all. Yeah. Right? You don't have those same bumpers. You know, like, you know, we kind of talked a little bit off air, like, you know, you can date this woman, date this woman, and as long as you're doing all the up and up, it's, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? But you still have to be aware of how that's informing your manhood, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. How, how do you, because you have the sole responsibility to define you for you, how do y'all define your manhood? Yeah, what well, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, you're a uh, special guest. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it's definitely um, a lot different. You know, uh, especially one thing that's that's different to social media. It has a big, huge impact on relationships and how people see. You know, like you know, just like people always say, "Oh man, you you see your friends." It, you know, I got friends and and, and ladies that I see every weekend. They on an the island. You know, so so you know, you dig it. Is this what I got to do? Do I need to? I got to be able to take right. a woman to an island every week. You know, so <laughs> so you know, we don't know. You know, so you don't. You don't. You know, you can make your life whatever you want it to be on social media. So right, right. You know, but that, that's 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 definitely um, you know definitely a big uh, game changer. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think you you do work and 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 strive to to be able to you know define yourself. You know how you want to do it. Uh, like me personally, I was I was engaged once. Um, so, and, uh, and then we, we got, we got engaged and then we, we, we were long distance and we got together in the same city and then, you know, I realized it's not going to work, you know, so, and, and we both, it was a, both a mutual decision. Both of us were like, yeah, it's not really working out like we thought, wow. you know, let's, we should call it off and so not, not, we're not going to get married just cause we said we were and then get divorced a year later after yeah. we spent all this money. Yeah. So we were like, you know, and, and it, you know, it was fortunate to. You know, for us to you know and to still be friends and to both of us to come to that realization and realize, yeah, it's not you know what we had hoped this was gonna be. So the long distance was as long as y'all were long distance, things were seemed okay. But as soon as y'all came together, that's when you well, realized the problem. we were we were local for maybe like like half a year, mm-hmm. and then she moved home, and then and so I think we were long distance maybe like a year and a half, and then I moved uh, up there. Gotcha. So. And then um, that's when it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, things just didn't, you know, quite, quite. Uh, and different dynamics too. You know, I, we didn't live together, so I, li- I lived in the city. She lived out in the suburbs. So, um, you know, we had and, different. And I, I would make the argument that the ability to come to that mutual decision and y'all mm-hmm. still be friends, mm-hmm. I'd put that in, in, in your man definition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your ability to be mm-hmm. honest and be like, yeah. oh, this ain't gonna work, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to stick to a traditional ideal, yeah. mm-hmm. which would make you that, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that dude. Mm-hmm. Like, but because that's a major decision. So you got to be like, hey, if I'm if I'm in, I'm all in. Or yeah. if you're not all in, right. we need to take some more time. Yeah. And you know, like I said, like it's, it's it, it, I know it's supposed to be a lifelong decision. I know it's. I, I think in this society, a lot of people don't look at it like that. You know, they say, oh, I can get married to this person for four years, and if it don't work out, I just go get married to somebody else. And so that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to your manhood, you got people out there in this single world mm-hmm. looking at you like, oh, he ain't no man. He can't commit. Mm-hmm. And then you got. Brothers who out there and other people looking like, well, shoot, he a man because he kept it real and he was honest. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have gamed it. Yeah. Like, Uh that's a tough space for y'all to occupy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, how did you weigh that, Mike? No, it it can be challenging, man. And I know for me, it's about being as honorable as I can as a human being. You know, I think at at the core of it all, I'm a human being. So, like, if I put my word out there, I need to keep my word. If I make a commitment... I need to keep my commitment, and if it looks like I can't, I need to communicate about that, you know, what what the issues are. Uh, so at the core of it, you know, to me, it's being able to to help, 
people and to at the same time be honest when I need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just juxtaposing those things, uh, knowing myself, doing an inventory in terms of what gifts do I have, mm-hmm. uh, while I have a job that uses some of them, making sure I continue to work on the craft because there's a vision. The visions I've had, like when I was younger, that I still see as uh, goals, you know, relate to goals I still have. Mm-hmm. So it's staying on that path, mm-hmm. uh, being prayerful, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to treat people right, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and But then at the same time, I juxtapose that with, like, you know, when I look at, uh, as an artist, and I don't know if Renard can relate to this, but sometimes, you know, because... Uh, there have been times when I lived as an artist and I, my finances weren't in a certain place. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would kind of say, uh, I don't really know if, even though there's a plethora of women out here, yeah. if I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm feeling like I, I'm, I need to be stepping to sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's only so much financially yeah. that I'm bringing to the table. I, I should be on some level able to, but I found myself when I was in that space like a little less uh, apt to like even engage yeah, because yeah. it's like you know when I look at my fathers and my uncles and people like that and and the examples they set in terms of provision, mm-hmm. uh, you know I know what I can produce and so I if I'm not producing it sometimes I say yeah you, you definitely breaking out a def- definition of a creative breed in that now uh, fellas if. A lot of women may listen to this and like, oh, y'all sound like good dudes because the, the dudes they know ain't sounding nothing like what we're talking about being compassionate and doing the things, communicating. <laughs> yeah. Dudes, they, they like, that's the bigger problem yeah. in what's going on with some dudes. And I know yeah. that once we come back from this break, we'll talk about yeah. that because sometimes yeah. in what's going on now in the dating age, yeah. that if a guy got too many options, mm-hmm. he may feel like, you know, that's part of it because, mm. and I don't know, a lot, a lot of times when you go through some of the other generations, mm. Those guys that were players and had different women, yeah. that was their yeah. definition. You know what I mean? That was the whole thing. The guys And they like, celebrated. Man, exactly. Yeah, you know, oh my it's absolutely celebrated. And yeah. now it seems like these guys got a lot of different options now. Why would they choose anything, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Yeah, that's good. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute with more Man Breed Live. Well, we believe that to understand a man is to acknowledge all men. We're back with more Man Breed Live, where we believe that to understand a man is to acknowledge all men. And so we're talking about what defines a man. And I know just from my own family and from, you know, cousins, brothers, uh, a lot of times we look at what we own and what we possess, how much money we have. Uh, What role does that play uh, in how men define themselves and how maybe even other people define us in the community? Yeah, you know, anytime uh, we start talking about this materialistic uh, version of a definition, I, I, I like to remind people, like, anytime that you define yourself by material things, that you more than likely you suffer from an identity crisis, right? Because you don't really know the intrinsic value that you have, so you look for it externally, right? And anytime you got to look for something outside of yourself, that's the first indicator that you may need to do that, that, that inventory of self that you talked about. But... Even in that, it's important for women to understand their role in the negative definition that they put on men. Because we don't necessarily come up with that on our own, right? Because they, like the things that get their attention are the things that we're going to do to a certain degree, right? Right. And so 
if, if you see me adorn myself with the gold, you see me getting the card, and it's getting your attention, and that's the main reason why you're talking to me, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I keep doing that? You know what I mean? If if, if the rat wants the cheese, it's going to hit the button. That's right. <laughs> that's just the right. name of the game out here. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, I think, um, you know, females try to cast it off on the men, like, oh, he's just about this, or he want to show you money. I tell young girls all the time, if I pull out a wad of cash and that's what gets your attention, that's the first indicator to let me know you broke. Because <laughs> people who have money don't hoop and holler mm-hmm. about money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I, I can sift that out, right? Yeah, you never they, see Bill Gates in no Gucci belt. Like <laughs> <that>. you <know? laughs> he, don't, he don't have to flaunt that. He's like, right. hey, uh, right. I got it. Because <laughs> right? yeah. it's coming from within. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. right? So he knows his value. Mm-hmm. He know at the, at the drop of a hat he can change the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But, right. he, you know, that's that's not how he walks around. Now, that's not if – if, if that is your thing, if the gold chain, the, the watch, the Gucci, if that's your thing, more power to you. But if you're doing it for the attention of others, then we got to take a look at that, right? But women have to understand that they drive that market just as much as men, right? Because those are the things they're looking for. They're the ones that got the Chanel purses. They're the ones with the Yves Saint Laurent shoes. They're the ones who, you know, who who had these fur coats and, and they, they label themselves, right? And so to get in the ring, I got to do the same thing. That's what men thinking. Mm-hmm. And then they post it up with these women who like those things. And then they want to talk about, you know, all, all he care about is his money. He, he got to. Because mm-hmm. the only way he can have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah um, and, and I'll kind of go a little bit as well, like, unless it's from a young age where a young man may walk in the room and get all the attention. You know that guy look like Prince walking in and all the girls, you know what I'm saying? They just flock to them. Unless you that guy, then you know, okay, I got to do something to make sure that when they see me, I got some self-sufficiency. And that usually comes from some type of work or something that they do. If they play sports, something along those lines, okay, this is what I'm going to do to make a, a, a statement per se, you know. And usually when there's some success for that, that's what then start to start to make their definition. And as I said, no matter what, if that work start to translate to some more money or whatever, it still comes down to, hey, I'm good at basketball. I'm good at football. I'm good at singing, doing whatever, you know, what I mean? that's getting that attention that 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 point, then that's what their, their substance is that draws in whatever it is, the attention from others, the accolades, the affirmation, because that's usually what builds up a guy's, that biggest thing, what is that male ego, right? Mm-hmm. That male mm-hmm. ego gets that few rolling from the dudes, and then at that mm-hmm. point, then that's what they keep hanging on, because once that works, they usually don't change. The only time God changes is when something stops working mm-hmm. or becomes toxic to them, you know what I mean? So beyond that, they're going to stick to that. That's what they keep building up and everything like that and then all the fruits of that all the collateral from that the, the attention from women uh, socially all that other stuff then that's what they they, they hang on that and the problem becomes when that's taken away yeah. that guy who's that great athlete is no longer mm-hmm. that great athlete mm-hmm. how's he going to adjust to that yeah. you know i mean if he was working a certain job or making a certain amount of money he doesn't make that kind of money how do you adjust from that yeah. That's really who are you at your core? Yeah. Who are you at your core, and, and how can you be able to handle it? And let me ask right now: It's like, have have you been in a conversation with a female? Mm-hmm. As just right now, mm-hmm. not to demean that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the minute they hear the comedian or the actor or something else, mm-hmm. that the, the climate changes in the conversation. Uh, 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, because you, you know, because you got that. You know, you got people like you know they. You know they they see a picture or they you know they pull you up on Facebook. And they're like, oh, you you did the show with so and so. Oh, you know him. So they thinking, oh, maybe I can. Yeah. I, I want to meet these people now. I'm in the green room looking stupid because my girl is in Tracy Morgan face trying to say. <laughs> 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 and they're like, man, Renault, I thought this was your girl. Oh yeah, I thought so too. But uh, <laughs> I guess she just used me to get in the green room. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but like you said though, Renardo, you yeah. would prefer to date and not necessarily lead with that. You don't you yeah. know, you wanna be able to come out and say, Okay, know me from me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. don't let that be your definition. Yeah. You want them to say, Okay, do you like who I am yeah. as a person? And mm-hmm. then, oh by the way, yeah, I do comedy, I tour, I do yeah. all these things mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean and of course it you know, it it, it is gonna come out, but you know, you do want the the other person to see how you um, how, how you do things, how you, you know, function, how, yeah. how, how you move, how you operate, yeah, you know, because I, I think that, that, you know, when I'm looking at, at a woman, I look at, you know, what, you know, do I think, would she fit in with my lifestyle? Mm. You know, is this, you know, is this, you know, is it, because I know one thing with, uh, with comedians, I noticed like that the comedians that are married, either their wife is always with them or you never see them. So, and either one's fine, you know, whatever works for different people is work, what works, but, you know, you have to figure out. Who am I? Am I the dude that my wife is always on my side, or am I the dude that you ain't never seen my wife? You know, yeah. so you know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. It makes sense. Yeah, and, and you know, it can, it can be in my instance kind of challenging uh, going into the different spaces. Like for instance, you know, like there are certain women who I might meet at church that I, I really have a great vibe with them. But then if when I go to the African Street Festival or something else that's cultural, then they don't necessarily translate into that space. Or, you know, the theater, you know, into that space. And so just finding a woman who, you know, we can flow in and out of different spaces together is kind of like important for me, you know, in terms of just kind of you know, having a level level of comfortability, being able to be in these different spaces uh, without just kind of like saying, eh, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't like my African hair, you know, or, you know, and they black, you know, I don't, I don't like natural hair, you know, or, or, or certain things that to me, at least in my whole self-concept work, you know, mm-hmm. you know, wanting a woman who, who at least those things work for them. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a big argument or something because, you know, they just don't like reggae music and they, because I like it is the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're talking about, you know, what role does your family or the family that you come from, uh, play in your self-concept uh, and uh, kind of being a, a therapist you probably can speak to this from people that you've uh, counseled like you know family background yeah as men what role would you say that plays in terms of how we define ourselves as men and how, how that plays out in our life uh, it's, it's the first encounter you know it's the first encounter we have with the understanding of the identity like we 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 come to know that because it gets informed to us through our culture and our family generally serves as our first encounter with the culture. And so um, that's what makes it so important to have the conversation because we no longer have the luxury to just observe and, and then put it in the context for ourselves, right? We had to do that based on circumstances, but we, we no longer have to do that. So we have to be strategic in having these real conversations because the, the more an individual knows about themselves, the more decisions they can make in their own best interest. And so what we see is like individuals, people are not making decisions in their own best interest because they're not quite sure on who they are. 
And that's why I tell your kids all the time, you are, you're so worried about securing a bag, but that's hard to do when you're insecure with self, right? So you got to shore that up first. You got to talk to your father, your grandfather, not just about what he does, but maybe why does he do it? You and know? how did he do it? And how did he yeah, do how it, How does he right? make this whole work? How you run his family? Correct, you know, how correct, you right? Because you'll find out, I had a conversation with my grandfather before he passed, and um, the one thing that he demonstrated was a strong work ethic. And so all my uncles have a strong work ethic. But I was able to ask him, like, man, what made that so important to you, even though you had Miss Francis on the side, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, the one thing that I was always sure of, because my love was translated through work, is that they never had to go without, because I knew what that was about. And everything else on the side with Miss Francis, that was him soothing uh, you know something else that was missing, mm-hmm. but I was able to hear his consideration, his love, and his kindness, even though he may have had some flaws in his definition of love, based on his version. The best thing he knew how to do was to make sure that none of his eight kids went without, mm-hmm. or that they were put in an adverse situation, no matter if he came home or not. That's good, that's right? Good. Yeah. So that's a powerful conversation to have. Now, was it still dysfunction there? Of course. And it took him up until his mid to late 70s to even give me that sentence. And to keep in mind, that was a quick conversation because I, I couldn't have made a paragraph out of it. Mm-hmm. But I remember that portion, mm-hmm. right? But we need to have more extensive conversation because that's what informs my identity. I come from people who, I come from a line of hustlers. Mm-hmm. And within that hustle is a strong work ethic. I just been applying it to a more functional situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real, and uh, definitely fortunate to be that. I had a little bit of a different approach. I, um, you know, I, I grew up kind of shy and observant. I was always observant, but I learned what not to do more from my family than what okay. to do. You know, what I mean, I, I by the time I was of age of really wanting to get understanding, like my father and grandfather had already passed. Mm-hmm. You know, so those were the big examples. But seeing from my uncles, mm-hmm. I would have, I would have defined being grown by growing a mustache, smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. and drinking beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've mm-hmm. grown at that point. If, mm-hmm. I, if that was a definition, yeah. wasn't about having no family and nothing like that. If mm-hmm. I'm doing that, I'm I'm good. Just give me a little job and get. That's manhood. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I observed a lot more and expanded outside of family. So that's why I, say I learned more from what not to do, mm-hmm. don't do X, Y, Z, than to seeing those examples and in that then I experienced a lot and that's by the time I got into a relationship like I said I was still learning on the job on a certain thing on how that meant to the opposite sex because it was certain things that I had um, perceived from others TV all those things that kind of say you know what that looks appealing let me model that and then everything else kind of developed after that along and still along the lines i mean i, I think i was a uh, I, I still say i was a, a late bloomer because of i'd rather not make mistakes as opposed to mm-hmm. examples i saw i don't know what we are if you're a late bloomer we're not make us. <laughs> but, but no, i feel you man uh you know uh you know looking looking back at my family on the one hand uh the work ethic and all those things you know, we're there and I could observe those. But again, some of the communication, you know, uh, some of the 
like being in it, but not all the way in it because, you know, some other stuff going on. Sometimes you learn that stuff later on, what's going on in the family, you know. Uh, but being from a small town, you know, you you always see things. And, you know, it's like, uh, you know, whether it's uh, my uncle. Because uh, I had certain uncles who, you know, like uh, <laughs> who like, you know, who were more encouraging of duplicity, if you will, you know, and then other ones who, you know, are in the pulpit and, and being in the pulpit, they believe, you know, this is how you do it. And they, and, and they really, you know, they, they, they honestly take that task and, and, and do all they can for their family holistically, you know, and on more functionalized, maybe, maybe you should say. Uh, so definitely the work ethic and kind of like what you're saying, some of what to do and some of what not to do, uh, because everybody's got, you know, issues. So in that, though, just trying to, you know, develop a philosophy uh, that works now because what you said, Doc, about how things used to be, sometimes the examples are good because they inform us, but then how does that translate into 2020 sometimes? Because Grandpa lived, like my grandfather, he was on the bridge gang. He worked the railroad. Mm -hmm. uh, he, met, he met my grandma because one of the guys he worked with said, I got some sisters. They went down there. He, he married the sister. They, they set up in Shibuta, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that worked for them in relationships – that they, they, they translate some stuff in 2020 does it translate uh, yeah i think y'all had to tell me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but i think y'all can work yeah. right yeah it, it's geographically and i, and yeah. I can be completely transparent <laughs> the way i live here in nashville would be totally different than the way i could live in atlanta Right, like i could i could have multiple situations and still be married and, and it'd be okay Maybe not with my wife, mm -hmm. but with everybody else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that's like and, and to be honest, like those are the type of messages that I received growing up. Like, do what you want to do or what you feel like you need to do in the streets, but take care of home. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was the that was the man definition. As long as you take care of home and home is all right, mm -hmm. you know, then you can play around out there a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it can still it can still fly. You know, you grow up and you find out you Great granddaddy had so and so down the street, mm -hmm. or you got some cousins down there, or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But same thing still happened today, if you ask me. But y'all out there, you tell me. Well, I mean, I found like let me talk about inside of my family. Sometimes, you know, in terms of the ladies and some of the the female friends that I have, sometimes I hear them talk affirmatively about that being a definition or part of the definition of a man's just gonna do that, you know. And and sometimes, you know, that is I won't say. I hate to use the word affirm, but I would say it's more normalized mm -hmm. than like a man just saying, hey, I'm, I'm looking for this young lady, want to start a family, honor that, and uh, and make that something that's, you know, that's where I, I go all all in. Yeah. You know, that's why I thank God for my brother because, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, he takes care of his kids. He's working with him. He 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 does all that he can for his wife and his kids. Mm -hmm. And and he's 15 months older than I am. And so all through life, kind of, you know, we've had a lot of conversations mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, about relationships, dating, all that kind of thing. And so for me, you know, that that friendship has been something that has helped me through life. Yeah. Well, talk about finding of a man. And, and Chris Rock has this. As Joke said, a man is only as faithful as his options, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. now what's yeah. going on when you have so many <laughs> different options for certain men, yeah. as Doc alluded to, if it's if it's available, some men will take that. Some breeds of men are just that, just that yeah. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's a case where it's just constantly in your face, it takes a, it takes a certain strength to be able to resist that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and you have certain women now, which I've heard women say this, I would rather take 50% of a good man mm-hmm. than 100% of a man that's no good. Mm-hmm. What that means, she's willing to share that man mm-hmm. because he's a, a good man. How she define a good man in that? In that? that he, he, Man, he might pay the bills. He's, you know, yeah, he does. Ev- yeah, everything looks good yeah. on up and up. Yeah. He but he ain't, he ain't <laughs> they define a man. He, he ain't everything talk. look good on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can be they, married to yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They define him like said he not degrading right. and talking bad on. Mm-hmm. He not beating on him right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, right. He got no diseases. Right, right. You know, right. all them yeah. things like that. You know, I mean, you, you definitely hear that. Yeah, yeah, like 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 you know, you talk to women that live in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, you know you. I always know what the answer is gonna be, but I always say, well, "What's the what's the dating situation like?" Right, right, right. And then they give you the side story. Oh man, you know, half the dudes, yeah, something, something. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like some dudes is dating other dudes, and then then you know the yeah. ratio is off, and then yeah. you know, so many beautiful black women are you know they're in competition, right? And you know, it's like you know, and and then they say too, it's like. You know, there's there are so many guys that are dating five or six women, and the women is like, well, we're better this than nothing. And what and what gives a guy the 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 impetence to choose at that point? Yeah, that seems to be like. Well, you can't be impotent. Character. (laughs) 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 Oh, you said you you said. Well, what were you saying? You gotta be on game. You gotta be on. Oh my goodness! Okay, okay. You said impotence. But I would think. I mean, I would think character. I mean, it's the foundation of of any kind of agreement. I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying if it's if it's a a good human being, then character would be the driving force that would have. It would be, but you also have to be cognizant of the fact. That specifically, and especially here in America, that there was a shift that happened that went away from character and put more value on your personality, right? And so you can make your personality whatever you need to for whatever situation. Character is that thing that is is constant. It's the thing that exists when nobody else is looking, mm-hmm. right? And so that's I think from my standpoint and my point of my uh, my opinion is that that's the problem with social media is personality driven. And so people like Renard said they they show oh it looks like I'm in a different island every week, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Now you can be on a different island every week, or you can own a home. Because mm-hmm. the last time yeah. I checked, you were still renting an apartment, mm-hmm. so that don't make sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. That's just me personally, yeah. right? But people can present or perform any way they want to, mm-hmm. right? But your character suggests that when the performance is over, like you just said, like, I'm still a good person. And I think too many people are getting caught up in the presentation thinking that is really them. And then they're expecting that to be others. Again, that's perfection in their eyes when perfection does not exist. So they're not wanting to make that commitment that Orlando's talked about. We talked about on other shows like they have no real motivation to commit to the process of a relationship. And I think that's problematic for men. And that, that's really, you know, I need y'all's feedback on that. Mm-hmm. As single people out here, like, that's problematic because a relationship is hard work. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to happen, it's like, you know, my, my dad would say all the time, he was like, no peace has ever come about by any other way than war. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, no hap- happiness takes work, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a grind. But what does that look like when you're out here in the sea of women? 
who you don't have to commit and to. And it's easy. Yeah. yeah. It's you can easy. just switch mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a lease. Mm-hmm. You want to stay in the, the new hot thing, right? So yeah. I trade it in, get something out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you say about Renault? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's real different, you know, the appearance of what, I mean, I, I can tell you how many times I've been in the club and I'm just looking around like, is everybody just living their best life? What is, how is everybody popping bottles? And uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? Don't you work at McDonald's? What the? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It, I mean, it, it, I mean, and it, 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 honestly, I mean, it, does, it makes it hard to harder to settle down, you know, because it's like when you when you got access to so many, you like, you know, like I think I got one thing I do notice is like the the times that I've uh, kind of settled down or, kind of, or picked a woman that was like you know it was that unexplainable thing where I'm like yeah. oh yeah I, I you know I, I want to be with her you yeah. know you know yeah. so it's like so it's, so it's like you you know you know it when you when you when you get that pull mm-hmm. you know but yeah I mean but yeah you still got you yeah. know those other strings behind but, you too but. but we we gotta acknowledge though it's definitely a difference between men and women mm-hmm. in their singleness because mm-hmm. for men the it's like the clock doesn't stop for women you get mm-hmm. to a certain point in age mm-hmm. and you're still single mm-hmm. it seems like it it becomes more pressure on them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i i yeah. talked to some females and i and i had to explain mm-hmm. to them i said usually single guys mm-hmm. when you see a woman who has a certain look like maybe attractive but they're mm-hmm. single always have been single and have no children mm-hmm. the first thing to pop up is that okay may, must be some issues present mm-hmm. and those issues probably got issues mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a guy can be plus 40 <laughs> single and if you have no kids you like y'all man you you gold standard you know what I'm yeah, saying? You're yeah. platinum you know yeah. what I mean? you can go in you yeah. know hey pick your mm-hmm. you, nothing is holding you down so that means yeah. like goodness gracious yeah. they they lining up for yeah. you yeah whereas a woman she get to mm-hmm. a certain age it becomes a little bit more of a, a dynamic that mm-hmm. has got to be, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. like, okay, that must mean something mm-hmm. instead of maybe she, like you said, maybe working, doing some other yeah. things. Maybe she She's had a... Securing the bag, like yeah. you said. You, yeah, you, something to that end. And, and I, I do know, because I don't know what y'all think about this, but it's like I, I've noticed that, you know, the trend even with the, with the wages and everything changing, I have a lot of friends who their wives make more, make more than, than them. More than money, exactly. So that's a different, you know, when a woman can come in and say... I'm paying all the bills, you know. If you know, now you still may be working, but you maybe you may not be making what she's making. And she's like, I don't need you, you know. So it's like, it brings a different because you know, like think back in the day, like if, if somebody was in a bad relationship, a lot of time women would just stay because right. they had no other it. options. Exactly. You know, they're like, man, I, I'm just a housewife. I don't make, I don't have exactly. no money. All my money comes from him. Right. You know, but now you know, it's like you don't, you know, you, it's either you can leave, you can say, hey, you know, I'm making my own money. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You know. But so that you know, I think that that makes a different you yeah, know dynamic. And we talk too. about that as well in that dynamic mm-hmm. when we talk about what defines a man, because some men take that as mm-hmm. a personal blow. Yeah, that mm-hmm. their woman is making more money than them. Now, some men don't care, mm-hmm. and it's not that big. I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. Doc, you wouldn't care. Yeah. Most of us in here wouldn't care, yeah. but somebody would. Yeah. You I care? prefer to you to make more women more money than me, ladies. So, uh, <laughs> if there's any sugar mamas out there that want to take your boy on, <laughs> and that's what I said. We on tour. Exactly. But some men who grew up in a certain way yeah. that becomes problematic because what, like you just said, the. the power dynamic seems mm-hmm. in the relationship may shift somewhat mm-hmm. if it's her place and you're staying mm-hmm. there you know what i mean yeah. you get out of line mm-hmm. you hey where were you at mm-hmm. you know yeah. and then they, they throw it's that my card playstation up. you cut it off <laughs> 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 i bought this <laughs> <laughs> my 
all of the, oh, all of things start to come into che- right. checking a man's ego. Right. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and if sure. he has that ego, yeah. that's gonna be problematic. Yeah. And therefore, then it becomes like you know what? I gotta it. Mm-hmm. It starts to make itself come into fruition. Yeah. I gotta do these other things to define mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want my homies like man. You living off your girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That starts to come into a uh, in play. Mm-hmm. But nowadays though we you have so many women yeah. who are making yeah. that mm-hmm. bag like that yeah. and it'll be hard for that dude if he especially yeah. you know on his grind yeah. trying to come up yeah hey you know he's gonna have to suck it up and be yeah. in that yeah. and then it's creating that kind of projection which if you're seeing young men seeing man my mama made all the money mm-hmm. how does yeah. that projection help that young man moving well forward, what does you know? he say does he say i got to find me a boss Woman, they say exactly. that's what. Let me let me get exactly. that. You know, so exactly. it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not. You know, oh yeah, it may kill your drive. You're like, well, I'm not gonna really work hard. I'm just to. fine. You know, because hit, hit this last second three over here and uh, <laughs> get, get this sugar, mom. I'm good. Exactly, yeah, because some of them might do that. They're like, okay, let me just knock her up. Yeah, because yeah, then yeah, I'm good. Yeah, where yeah. it would be, it would be the reverse. It used yeah. to be where. The woman would get pregnant to keep the man. Mm-hmm. Dude could be like, man, mm-hmm. let me give her some kids. Yeah. And yeah. I know we're going to be yeah. taking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that's, and that's, yeah. true, that's really true now in 2020 how it's yeah. divine, yeah. Uh, has, has defined yeah. uh, some men in their projection. Yeah, now, I would assume you have to find, you know, what your mindset is going into that. If you, if, if you and your woman, no matter what you make, if, you, if y'all are, are the mindset that we're a team, and we just put everything in a pile, and you know, let's 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 live life. You know, let's enjoy life. You well, know, we do know that there's still those women out there that say, "My money is my mm-hmm. money, and your yeah. money is our money." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it be, it could be challenging. You know, uh, no matter what the situation. I have a one good friend who is a musician, makes good money at that, but his wife is an accountant, uh, and she makes you know really really good money. And I, I still think, you know. It's still challenging for him, though, you know, even though he because he has so much free time, you know, that even though he's making good money, you know, his wife is always busy and he has more time. So I, th- I just think sometimes like a man feels like uh, if my wife is working a whole lot and I'm not working as much time, then, OK, am I am I not doing as much as I should be doing, even if I am, right. you know, but it just seems like she's always busy. I think the breeze play a part in that. Creatives, okay. as we've seen, that creatives, they can, if they're focusing on their task and everything like that, and that woman is the solid piece, that's what makes them work. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that's compatibility in that end. Because the creative, you know, he can be making some other stuff over here, but it's, at the end of the day, you know, he may hit that big lick and then, you know, yeah. it's, it's all good. But as long yeah. as he got that foundation and that right. it works and she's just happy because she got a man that, hey, I'm supporting and things like that. Because some women are just nurturers like that. True. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. what they, you know, yeah. they, they prefer a dude like that. Yeah. No mm-hmm. no friction and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, again, you got to be aware of how society is informing the definition of man, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Just because you busy don't mean you productive. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it becomes a byproduct of like, am I being productive? Is the quality of my work there? And that's not necessarily built on time. Right. Sometimes right. it takes you more time than others, but you may produce a consistent quality of work depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're writing a joke mm-hmm. or writing a script, mm-hmm. like some some of those just happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you get on stage and you use it like, yo, that was gold. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I right, came up with that. Fooling around with Mike in Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones, you maul over for three or four yeah. days, and mm-hmm. you like, ah, okay, it took me that long to make that happen. Yeah. But sometimes you're right. I think women look at it like, 
Oh, what, what you been doing? You sitting on the couch? Mm. You know, what, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, I had that joke from Mike the other day. Yeah, uh-huh. It's going to ride. So I'm yeah. good right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to, you know, you got to be aware of that. And, mm. and communication is a, is a big part of that. But it's all about you. At the end of the day, we can define men, we can define women, but the, the real question is, how do you find define you, right? And when you start to do that, then you start to support the definition of a man by just defining who you are as a person. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, we got about three or four minutes. Uh, Orlando, any final comments on uh, this topic? What defines a man? I mean, like I said, we're getting to and breaking down the breeds. Yeah. Like, and and once again, definitely check out our YouTube page if this is your first time listening to Man Breed Live. Get more to what we're referring to as far as. Uh, each breed, the creatives, the com- uh, conventionals, competitive, each breed definitely has its own characters and things like that and their functions. The functions don't necessarily define a man. As we talk about in the man breed, you know, you find competitors, athletes, you know, business people, things like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's who they are. There's certain characteristics in, in their function, but that's not necessarily their totality definition. But I think from where we reason why we do this show is to help women understand men better and help hopefully men can understand themselves better definitely it does take into that some inventory into what it is what you like what what your life is and breaking down in those passions and then that gets you to moving forward to your function but we still need to be mindful that man listen there's still more to each man and not necessarily how much money make what kind of car you drive and all those things like that that could just be collateral but at the end of the day there's still more to that man and you should be able to know him based off once you get to know him basically yeah, you know? yeah. who he is yeah. and not just his personality uh but his character yeah. i think i heard you saying mm-hmm. things about that doc mm-hmm. uh doc or, or renard mm-hmm. Oh, um, but, but you got a question. Well, no, no, just, just, just final words because, you know, you're yeah. our special guest. So, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. what about, I mean, I don't necessarily want to talk about, like, what they should be doing, but talk yeah. about, you know, because I know you're always busy. Uh, mm. uh, how can people find out where, you know, you're going to be and that kind of thing? Uh, oh, yeah, y'all check my website, www.renardcomedy.com. So, I'm, uh, you know, if you follow me on all social media, it's Renard Comedy. Uh, so you know, so like I said, it's, it's been a pleasure to come and and, yeah. and talk with you, and, brothers. And comedy don't necessarily define you, though. Like you tell jokes, mm-hmm. and women can't speak. Okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. love him because he gonna make me laugh all the time. Like you get yeah. off the stage, you may <laughs> yeah. not make people laugh all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they're they're two. You know, of course, they're they're a lot of comics. They're two different yeah, people. Yeah, you know, when I'm yeah, like yeah, when I'm on stage, that's a different that's a different dude. You know, then you know I'm more reserved and kind of chill and you know yeah. Off stage, so yeah, but but I do like to laugh off stage though too, because that's 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 where comedy comes from, mm-hmm. you know, from your natural ability yeah, to. Do just, you prefer to, a woman to make you laugh as well? Uh, she, you know what, she don't have to make me laugh, but I like her to for us to have, you know, kind of be see eye to eye on comedy. Maybe we'll have the same type of sense of humor, yeah. you know, so that, so we can laugh at the same things, you know, like yeah, something, yeah, it's, it's, it, it might be, yeah, sometimes you you might find somebody that's like not. It may not be loose, you know. It may just be a little more stiff, and you're like, mm, you know, have fun, and you know, loosen up, you yeah. know. But yeah, you want to find somebody that you know they they kind of yeah, they have the same sense. Y'all the only two laughing. Yeah, they talk to each other, yeah. talk to each other like yo. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you want to be able yeah, to do, you, you know. Yeah. She had the inside joke. Y'all can yeah. laugh at that. That's a very important in chemistry, yeah, yeah. and that's that's important. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just yeah, you just, and it, and it just like I think at the end of the day, you know, you do the best to, to to be the best you. You know, try to just be honest and, and just try to, you know, you know, like I said, talk about your character, what you're doing when nobody's looking. You know, that's that's I think that's the core of you know what what makes a man just you know just uh, you know you and you want to put as much positivity out into the world you know you That's good, you know yeah. and um you know and if all else fails date some white women they looking for us too uh, <laughs> increase the number <laughs> But I mean, I think I think it, it warrants what you just said right now. Yeah. And kind of what we all been talking about. At the end of the day, you you want to make sure that you are defining you, mm-hmm. and you got to be okay with mm-hmm. just being you. Yeah. I see more problems uh, from men based on the fact that they're trying to be something they're not. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're doing that, you're attaining the definition of what it means to be a man. Because mm-hmm. at the core, to be a man is to be you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you live in your truth, you're able to speak with sincerity, you're able to live with sincerity, and you're able to exude that same success, sincerity, right? Mm-hmm. So, just just build a definition on you, a healthy, functional you, mm-hmm. right? Fellas, this, this has yeah, been a so. great conversation. Uh, Renault, man, we really appreciate you coming out uh, yeah, for this yeah, episode yeah. of Man Breed Live. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, until next time, this is Man Breed Live, where we believe that to understand a man is to acknowledge all men. We'll see you next time.